0: All right. Welcome back to the podcast. We got episode three this week uh, back for another one. Um, I'm Adam, the host, drinking a little Corona Extra tonight. Blake
1: to my left. How are we doing? I'm doing great, Adam. Thanks for asking. Uh, I I as well be drinking the Corona this evening. We figured with the topic at hand tonight, uh, it'd be only fitting if we all had some Corona Extras around here. Andrew, how are we doing?
2: I'm doing well. Uh, like Blake said, I think it was only fitting that we drink Coronas tonight, but also prior to this, I had to uh, complete the what someone referred to as a Tank 7 Challenge, so shout out Boulevard Beer, but uh, there is a chance that midway through the podcast, I am going to separate from the group of individuals and just go take care of some business, and I'll be, I'll be right back in for the podcast, so I only, I'll only be gone for maximum two minutes.
0: No big deal. No big deal. Don't worry about me. All right, we got our first special guest yes, of the sir. podcast this week, Ryan. Yep. Ryan, how's it going over there?
3: Uh, it's going good. I'm not drinking Corona. Um, I did not want to get the coronavirus, so I'm going to steer clear <laughs> of that one. I um, am drinking a uh, Boulevard Hustle Up beer. Spring training is coming in hot, and the Royal season is right around the corner. Um, if any sp- fellow sports bettors are out there, go ahead and pound the Royal's win total 65 on the over. Um, I think we're going to be close to 500 this year. I agree. I, agree. Um, Shaw, you, I strongly start, agree with that. Great with young, agree.
2: great young group of talent. I think
3: the young pitching too is going to be good for us. Yep. I think Slayer is going to hit about 50 home runs um, as long as he doesn't get in trouble for any PEDs. Yeah, that's scary. You know, we'll see. I, I think
1: we should identify Ryan as our medical expert this evening. Yep. Um, the talk budget isn't the highest, yep. and so he's the best that we could do. But it's yep. better than nothing. Yep. So that's what that's what we're dealing with tonight. Just know whenever we have a special guest, they're
0: experts. <laughs> uh, yes. Yep. They don't. Pre-med. They don't have to show any credentials, though. Yeah. yeah pre-med uh, student. Pre-med, that's as bad, good as we got. Bad, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's
2: got his PhD, as yeah. far yeah. as the viewers know. Uh, absolutely.
3: Uh, last NCAT got a four ninety like three. Um, and bad. that's about that's about twenty percentile or so. So yeah, we're look we're looking pretty good out here. <laughs> Taking another test this weekend. <laughs> good you <practice>. guys.
0: <laughs> Shout out to all of our pre-med listeners. <laughs> all right. Well, we can go ahead and we have kind of preluded the topic up tonight, but it's going to be the coronavirus. So. Let's go ahead and get started because here at Bar Talk, life's best conversations happen at a bar. So grab a beer, pull up a stool, and let's talk.
3: Welcome to Bar Talk.
0: Alright, let's go ahead and get right into it. So, the coronavirus obviously is everywhere over the news right now. Um, so, as usual, we can go ahead and start with a little bit of background, and Ryan, as the medical expert that you are, you can go ahead and start with, you know, what even is a virus?
3: Man, <clears throat> people um, use viruses and bacteria interchangeably, uh, but very, very, very distinct differences between the two. Um, this is one of the things I feel slightly knowledgeable about, so that's, that's good.
1: That's um, what we pay for around here. yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> so i have heard a couple people say like what like where's the antibodies for it like why can't you just um take some strong antibodies get rid of the coronavirus you know virus and whatnot but uh antibodies would not do anything to bacteria or to viruses um essentially they have no effect on viruses um viruses are unique in that they require some type of um some type of assistance to live. Um, virus, a lot of people consider viruses not living, um, and that is why they need um, a host of some kind, Whereas bacteria are cells, and they can survive on their own.
1: So, um, Ryan, are, what you're getting at here is there, there's no, like, treatment. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Nope. Yeah.
3: Um, vaccines are in the works, uh, but that'll still that's months down the road. Um, won't, won't be anything for a long while. So, is
1: a vaccine pre- preventative, or can it actually do something to, to cure the disease once you have it?
3: It'll be preventative. The, the goal of a vaccine is to introduce your immune system um, to a virus so then it can create, um, so then the secondary immune response will be able to recognize the virus and your immune system react to it quicker. Um, currently, there is no vaccine, and it could be a while
2: before they get one going. How uh, Ryan, how hard is it for uh, let's just say you go to like your local, your, uh, one of your local hospitals? How hard is it for an individual to get tested for coronavirus, or is it more just symptom based in which they just quarantine them if they think they could possibly have it?
3: Yeah, um, right now what I'm what I'm hearing is it is pretty difficult to actually get tested. Um, it looks like you just get quarantined right off the bat, um, and if it's serious enough, then they'll go ahead and get whatever they need from you and send it off. Um, but yeah, it doesn't sound like it's super easy. It's probably pretty expensive as well. Um, so
2: So would that lead you to believe that the only 140 cases in the United States of America could possibly be, be like misleading? Could be a lot more. Definitely could be a lot more.
3: Okay.
2: I'm trying to scare the viewers. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So um, I do want to clear up that coronavirus is... Um, We've all had coronavirus. Just wanna go ahead and make that clear. At some point, if you've had the flu, you've had coronavirus.
0: Yeah, that was something that was hard for me to kind of understand, yeah.
3: Yeah, coronavirus is a- 19 versions. Super scary term, and I think that is kind of cause um, of the uh, panic in a lot of places. Um, Yeah, coronavirus is a very broad term that encompasses um, things such as the common flu. so, you know. Yeah,
0: because yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, the coronavirus is dangerous, but it's not the thing that actually kills you. It's the idea that it latches on deep in your lungs and then eventually causes pneumonia, which can kill people with a, not a very good immune system, like the elderly right. or anyone who has autoimmune diseases. So, hmm. do we have some background lined up about the coronavirus, Adam? We got some background. Do you have a little background? Um. Ryan, do you want to talk about the background? Yeah, uh,
3: I can get into a little bit. Um, so just kind of comparing uh, the coronavirus to some other pandemics that have happened in the last uh, century or so, uh, maybe a little bit further back than that. Um, Ebola, uh, kind of all these uh, pandemics seem to just kind of disappear. Um, Ebola actually had a higher death rate, a much much higher death rate than the coronavirus does. Uh, Ebola was around 50%, coronavirus um, is about two to 3%. Um, the coronavirus can be spread much, much um, more easily than um, the Ebola virus. But uh, yeah, the Ebola virus is much, much more deadly. Um, so what they are thinking right now is the novel coronavirus started in, Some market in Wuhan, China. Um, I was kind of looking earlier. I was curious to see kind of what where it came from. uh, Was it an animal? And turns out the best guess right now is that it um, it started in a in bats and then it transferred um, to. I had it. What animal was it? It was some weird animal I'd never heard of. It's called a, uh, it's P-A-N-G-O-L-I-N-S, pangloans. Um, and it's kind of a mix in between an armadillo and like an anteater looking thing. Um, its scales are supposedly known to um, have medical effects, and it is apparently very um, marketable. So this animal travels all over the place um, for its medical benefits. Um, So that is one of the reasons why people think it gets spread so much. Um, There's a 96% DNA match on this virus um, in the animal to in the humans. So while it's not absolutely conclusive, it is leading scientists to believe that is where it kind of came from. So it went from the bat to this pangolin animal, and then from there it got to a human.
2: Do they have an uh, idea how it transferred from the bat to the pangolin? pangolins. pangolins,
3: i not sure there. Um, It does require some type of mutation from an animal to a human. Typically when a virus goes from an animal to a human it's um, not a habitable environment for the virus to live in a human. It has to have some type of small mutation somewhere Mm -hmm. in order for it to actually uh, be successful in a human host. Um, So that is leading scientists to believe that there was some type of mutation then it got into humans and then it just spread like rapid fire from
1: there yeah i think something i want to touch on real quick just about how it could have been possibly prevented and held within wuhan and china uh china is very different than the united states in regard to the way that their government is structured and the way they go about publicizing problems and the wuhan yeah (laughs) the wuhan case is interesting just because the way that the government is over there is they have district levels that go then all the way up to um, Xi Jinping and if, if there's some sort of issue that cannot be uh, handled on the district level those district level employees and government officials just lose their job so it's in their best interest to keep things under wraps and not uh, let the higher level officials know about it because they know if they do they're out of a job and so that was the case in Wuhan um, they knew that something was going on they knew that there was a virus spreading and they tried to keep it under wraps and not even just the district level, China as a whole tried to keep it under wraps and did not ask for um, you know, national help, let uh, the other countries around the world know about it. And so a lot of the things, a lot of the problems that we're having now could have been solved or prevented. If, if you didn't have a
2: communism. Yeah, the exactly, communism, sure. Yeah, he, yeah.
1: He, he, so, and so if they would have yeah. asked for, made it more public, ask for national her help. Her. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so it's just a lot different. A big thing for China is uh, their soft power. And what soft power is, is they're, they're the national, uh, national opinions of China and they want to do everything they can to keep that as positive as possible. And so, like I said, it was in their best interest to try and keep this as under wraps, especially with, you know, uh, the other diseases that have come out of China in the past. Was SARS out of China as yep. well?
2: I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway,
1: so just some other, some other, other medical issues. Um, they, it was in their best interest to keep it as quiet as possible. And then obviously that exploded and that's leads us to where we are today. Yep.
2: Uh, Ryan, I just have a, another question for you. Yeah. So, this, I didn't do, uh, I don't know a lot about the NO2 virus. It's like the night, like basically what Volkswagen got uh, sued for back in the day, like when they like had their clean diesel cars, like because it was releasing too much NO2 into the uh, world. I was curious, uh, there's so much smog in China and they think it leads to res- respiratory mm-hmm. diseases. So, do you believe that there could possibly be, like, the reason China has such a yeah. problem with smog, yeah. that this could Potentially lead to Uh, respiratory diseases, and I'm not saying specifically coronavirus. I don't want to change the subject here, but there's a big smog problem in China, and they do believe that their car. There's a lot of pollution in China.
3: That's a really, really good point. Um, I know that if a smoker um, were to get the coronavirus, they're at a high, much, much higher risk uh, to have adverse effects. Um, So that leads me to believe that probably um, that probably doesn't help. Yeah. But yeah, even even I think a lot of the cases right now in the US are on the West Coast. Um, I like think they're in Washington, so it's far as not a. Which geographically, that would make sense. So that's but closest to China. Yeah, that, that too. And, but I think, I don't know if there are any ca- forces, uh, or cases in California or not, but it'd be interesting to see. Adam, I know you got the interactive map somewhere over there. Yeah, um, I do. Any in LA or anything where a lot of small? Any um, causation, correlation going mm, on?
0: There's 51 in California, one death. 51. <laughs> um, but I do know, I was actually listening to another podcast, so I was talking about that, and surprisingly enough, in China, 52% of men smoke, and only 2.7% of women do. So the highest death rate has been in males. elderly males. Yep, so I think sense. anything with your lungs, yeah. and then when that coronavirus gets in your lungs it's bad news you. Li- for you
2: live in China and you deal with uh, there's an I think I want to say nitrate oxide but it's whatever the clean diesel cars that Volkswagen got sued for whatever they were releasing to the air which causes you to basically not be able to breathe. I know China has a huge problem with that so if you had that with a coronavirus and you're a male that smokes I assume that you're going to have a fatal coronavirus I'm not trying to be
1: derogative. A little off a little off subject as well that yeah. China has um, a really large bank of coal um, they're the leading uh manufacturer exporter of coal in the entire world and that's not a clean natural resource to use to make energy and a lot exactly yeah a a lot of the a lot of the uh, smog is caused by that coal consumption just thought I would toss that in there yeah I'm sure the Chinese lungs aren't
0: the healthiest (laughs) in the world which is not a good recipe for the coronavirus
3: yeah I mean essentially the coronavirus is a a SARS what SARS stands for is severe acute respiratory syndrome Um, so as Adam said yeah any any time a human has already a weakened um, respiratory system, whether that's from old age or smoking or both, as we've seen, uh, yeah. it looks like is the highest population hit in China. Um, obviously, that's going to be your worst-case scenario. Um, so, yeah, don't, don't smoke, kids. It's not good. You're going to get the <laughs> coronavirus. I think
1: a good shift is, so do we need to be worried about
0: it? Mm. Yeah, I think I think now we can kind of get into how The hell to get out of China and how is it now all over the world? And then how is it going to start affecting individual people? Yeah, um, so yeah. I know the timing of it is really big yeah, because break, right around before. the time it exploded was Chinese New Year. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. yeah, so there's a that. huge it's like what is it, the biggest big holiday like
3: in China, definitely movement
0: of people yeah. in the world at one time, like it's just craziness. So it allowed it to get everywhere and then. Some people obviously brought it back to the United States, and I think the big scary thing about the coronavirus is how easy it is to spread. Ryan, you might want to touch on this, but I, I believe it's anything from coughing, like the common flu, yeah. or just something, like <coughs> <might> cough. <coughs> you know, put your <laughs> and then put your hand on the table. Someone else comes yeah. by, like it's super easy to pass yeah. along. Yep,
3: yep. Adam, uh, on the head there. Yeah, uh, I think anywhere from like six to ten feet is what the droplets can travel um and you also said adam that yeah on a surface they're gonna they're gonna live for 24 hours on a surface so
1: so if that were ever to come into a college campus that would just be an absolute disaster it
3: would not it would not be good um yeah i was actually at lawrence Moore hospital volunteering the morning of the suspected um kid who had supposedly, possibly had coronavirus. And uh, so I was in the emergency room um, with him. The doctors were making some jokes. Um, It was interesting. Didn't think it was quite the appropriate time to make jokes. But, uh, you know, it turned out negative, so we're good. Um, But yeah, if it did, if it came into a college campus, um, that would be problematic. Not necessarily for the college kids themselves, assuming they um, are healthy and don't have any kind of autoimmune disease um, or anything like that as long as they're not predisposed to any kind of um, like illnesses or have any kind of issues they should be okay the problem is going to be if you get it and then um, you know you go home and visit your grandma who's um, 85 you know that, that could be a recipe for disaster we got some
0: faculty it might Effect, yeah, we that's true faculty.
3: maybe it's a good thing maybe uh maybe you want to get your teacher a little sick wow and, uh, <laughs> oh man. Ah, maybe, maybe I you're not doing too hot in <laughs> class Took a turn. took a um. turn okay, maybe you want to go to Wuhan over spring break and uh pick it up and transfer to a teacher I don't know mm-hmm. yeah so yeah
0: so it has arrived to the United States as which most people probably know expected um, so as of now we have 12 deaths in the US which is kind of crazy yeah I feel like when it was happening in China, I was like, okay, it's a big problem over there, but like, you know, we're smart in the United States, yeah. we'll figure it we out, like, no way you know? people will die here, but it just like goes to show you that this virus, you know, there's nothing that we can really stop it, to yeah. be honest.
3: Yeah, kind of like kind of like the Ebola virus, like, all right, it's in Africa, like, we're good, we don't need yeah. to worry about it. Um, I, mean, I don't know if there were ever any confirmed deaths here about Ebola virus, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a little bit different when, um, it's in your backyard, and we'll see. It'll be interesting. With uh, spring break this week. That's what I was going to uh, bring up. I know that's affected some travel plans. And Absolutely. I don't know, Blake, would you go? Would you go to, uh, I don't know, Europe right now? If-
1: I, think, I think I'm a little bit more confident than most people are. I, I, just, I think it's that 21-year-old 20 invincibility complex. Yep. Uh, I, I wouldn't be too worried to travel, but I understand why people would be. Especially if you're of older age, that, that could be uh, a real problem. Not even worried about getting it, but just uh, I know if you're flying internationally, I'm sure they'll be doing all sorts of tests on people leaving and arriving at international destinations. I know even when it first started in, in the United States, people were getting, um, they're getting their temperature taken, all sorts of different things, and possibly getting quarantined. So just that could uh, add plenty of hurdles to your spring break, spring break plans, having to deal with all that kind of stuff. Agreed. I just feel like it's so
0: inevitable of this whole campus going off to spring break like it's it's bound to be here after that week.
2: Also uh, I just wanted to confirm uh, like 1918 we had the like Spanish uh, flu pandemic and uh, like commercial traveling wasn't really as big a thing back then the airplanes were kind of like the first commercial flight in the United States took place in January of 1914. And there was a pandemic that took place in 1918, which actually started in here in the state of Kansas is where this where this podcast is getting recorded, but uh, killed 50 million people, which obviously I, I'm not sure the mortality rate on the Spanish flu, so I do not want to like say that I know that by any means, but that is a little concerning because like, flying wasn't as big of a thing back then. And now we have people flying over the world are all over the world on a daily basis for their job, for just travel, for whatever. So a virus can go from China to America in the matter of 12 hours. So that's what that's what makes this virus so concerning. And I don't, I'm just saying, wash your hands 20 seconds, soap and water. Hand sanitizer. Pretty,
3: pretty easy. that hard,
2: Don't ever touch your face. And when you, <laughs> when you when you cough, please cover your mouth. Your hands not effective. Cover it with your arm or like your elbow area you don't cover your mouth like you're really kind of just hurting everyone else I know it doesn't really affect you but please cover your mouth
1: you bring up an interesting point there uh Andrew just about there have been some issues in the United States even at KU campus about some racism um some people avoiding the, the the Chinese and just Asian population in general um some some insensitive comments being made uh, which that's that's tough because I understand people are genuinely worried about genuinely worried about the coronavirus, but then it kind of turns into um, you know American students that haven't been to China at, uh, you know in years getting kind of discriminated against and um, feeling like that they're they're not welcome in the United States. Yeah, I
0: mean before you judge somebody, listen to this podcast to get educated. Before you know that just because you're Chinese doesn't mean you're going to give me the coronavirus that's a
1: great point and I think something else to bring up is I think we have a statistic about the uh, the flu that you should the the flu kills what like uh, do we have something about that you know just 20 like, times yeah. more people than yeah. Yeah. so far I don't even yeah. know something like some crazy. I hate
2: to be the negative Nelly here but yet yeah, the flu has killed a lot more people but the flu is also infected a lot more people so if the same amount of people get yeah. infected with coronavirus the mortality rate is like six times higher so let's just hope that not everybody gets infected with the coronavirus Let's hope that the coronavirus doesn't infect a lot of people because if the same amount of people got infected with influenza A that got infected with influenza A since about October of 2019, there would be about eight times, six to eight times the amount of deaths that influenza A has caused. There's just been a lot of people that have gotten infected that have passed away. So let's just hope that coronavirus doesn't spread.
1: I have a question for you guys just about, so I remember, I guess, what was it, around 10 years ago-ish, they had the big swine flu, Ebola, breakout. I don't remember the response to that being near as big and as concerned as it is now.
3: Yeah, yeah. well I think there's already been more, um, uh, not, not the swine flu, swine flu was big. Swine flu was really, really big. Uh, thousands, thousands, maybe millions. Um, Ebola, uh, they got a hold of it, the, they got a handle on that pretty quick. Um, I think less than 5,000, I wanna say, or even affected by Ebola. Um, Adam, you know, fact check me on that one. Yeah, I'll look it up um, for you. Yeah, I've uh, lost a video, but I got, I don't know, numbers are getting rambled.
2: Well, how is it? The swine flu was uh, from a pig, Yeah, it was a pig, yeah, was
3: pig in Mexico, and um, I, think, I think the numbers there just absolutely skyrocketed. Um, but, yeah, I think, the, I think one of the big things here is it's international. Um,
2: yeah, the, tra- the travel from a day to day basis in yeah. the modern era. It's, you if you work and you travel, you've never been like this. Before. Yeah, it's never. Yeah. We're yeah. a global economy. Yeah. that's what's concerned. I think
1: another thing too is um, just the the whole fact that it came from from China. I think concerns people just in yeah. the the kind of. The, it the bad people, It
2: makes people stereotype. Yeah,
1: the right. stereotype and the bad political climate that the United States and China are in at the moment, I think that just kind of adds another layer to it coming from China and people just having that extra bit of concern.
3: Agreed. So the, um, the uh, viruses get um, a scale about how quickly they get spread um, called the R-naught value. Um, the Corona, the novel coronavirus currently has an R-naught value of about 2.5. What that means is for every person who is infected with it, it gets spread to about 2.5 more people. Um, if the R-naught value is 1, then it, every person who gets it passes on to one more person. So what you ideally want to see is for that R-value to be below 1. Um, right now it's about 2.5, which is Not concerning. Good. So that I means everybody that gets it is spreading it to multiplying it
0: by two yeah problem not good and i think it's honestly crazy like we're like living history right now i mean this coronavirus is probably going to go down and we don't even know what's going to happen and to just show like how connected the globe is today just for something to go out of china to basically all over the world now but now we can kind of wrap it up here but a little bit of prediction time you know Mm. we're a lot of facts here we also got to have some takes Um, We had some cold takes exposed last week. (laughs) Uh, I'll take the responsibility for that. (laughs) Mike Bloomberg, (laughs) rest in peace. Uh Uh, But anyway, so let's kind of talk about what we think is going to happen. I know I've heard a lot of stories about a lot of uh, big events maybe getting canceled. I saw something that was like NCAA tournament crowdless games. Like, that would be wild. But what do we think is going to happen? Bar, pool table. Uh, what do we think is going to happen in the future with the coronavirus, and how long do we think this goes on?
1: I personally think that as soon as it starts taking a serious effect on the United States, which will be soon, because as Ryan said, it seems like it's spreading pretty much uncontrollably at the moment. Twelve deaths here already. Yeah, as soon as it continues to spread and become a bigger issue in the United States, I think that will be enough for some serious people to start taking notice, and we'll we'll have it uh, you know, contained here pretty quickly.
2: I think I, I'm a little concerned because I'm a, I'm a soccer fan, and the fact that C, the Serie A, which is the top Italian soccer league, basically has now playing games as of March 5th, 2020, without any uh, people attending their games or playing games with empty stadiums because so the spread of it was so rapidly. And I think with Ryan, what Brian said, that how it's, it sticks on something for 24 hours. So let's say you're ordering something at McDonald's and you cough, 60 year dollar bill. You hand that to someone at the, the drive-through window. She's gonna, she's going to contract it, or he's going to contract it. It's a very concerning disease, and unfortunately, I think it's going to have a big problematic effect on the United States. I I don't want to say that we're going to play NCAA tournament games without any people, but I don't I don't think that's far out of the question. I think that that could possibly come because unfortunately, this disease gets spread so easily that every precaution that you can take, you should take. Because that it just it only spreads from the, the the droplets or like when someone sneezes or when someone coughs coughs not coughs is that was bad mm. English but just just please take every precaution you can take.
1: Just one quick point. I would just what you're talking about. Every precaution you should take. You uh, just a, a little bit of contrast between the United States and China. That I think the United States is going to be do everything in, in its power to keep this under control. Wash your hands
2: for 20 mm. seconds under hot water and cold or and soap. Uh, hand sanitizer works, but I wouldn't say hand, san- hand sanitizer Hand sanitizer is of, as effective as washing your hands under hot water and soap. Ryan, correct me if I'm wrong, is hand sanitizer as, as effective as just washing your hands yeah, normally?
3: Yeah, antibacterial soap will be your best okay. bet, definitely. Uh, but yeah, as those guys are saying, like, so just bad. do your part in the community. Um, kind of similar to vaccines. Um, when people choose not to get vaccines that hurts other people um, people who are maybe are allergic to a vaccine um, You know that just think about it man. Just like do your part for the community um, My predictions um, And I think I think we'll get a handle on it pretty quick here. I think so much money is just being thrown at this thing um, I think that they'll figure it out pretty quick um, I also think there are so many other there. Cardiovascular disease is still the biggest thing in this in America, like yeah. get off the couch, go on a run. Um, that'll probably kill you if coronavirus does. Right, I'm not trying to like, to
2: like distract you from your point, but I, I just wanted like it seem like you're very educated, and I know you're very ah, educated I'm knowing you. But I'm just curious. Like, I, I don't want this to be the the, the priority of the uh, podcast at all. But if you had to put a number on the fatalities from coronavirus when it's all said and done, what would it be? We're I think we're, about, we're around 3,000 right now.
3: Um, Globally. Globally, 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 global, globally, fa- global 3, fatality rate. Um, I'd say, I'd say, 6,500 is what it's gonna get up to. I'll take the over. Take it's, the over. Yeah, yeah I would yes. take the
1: over as well. Yeah. I'll,
3: over.
0: I'll take the over there. The but, over. All right. We'll um, you. I won't go like as number wise, but I think definitely it'll be interesting to see how long it lasts. Because as the Spanish flu we were talking yeah. about a little bit earlier, it started off in the spring. And it went away in the summer and then came back hard in the fall and the winter and that's when it killed its most people so even if it dies down in the summer we don't know when we're out of the woods
2: our technology is better nowadays and people are traveling much much more often like yeah I mean, yeah but i
0: think that's all we got for tonight everyone gentlemen it's a pleasure it's uh, been a good night thanks for having me wash your hands wash your hands wash spring hands. break next week so we'll be back the following thursday and it'll be hard to miss us for a week but we'll be back better don't than sleep ever on it. stay
2: mm-hmm. safe wash your days. hands
3: all right have a good night everybody